0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We will now uh, welcome in on the program uh, Pauline Greenwich, a senior consultant with uh, Gilker McRae. First off, Pauline, you ever been on an outdoor rink?
1: Yes, I have. Where at? Yes, I have. <laughs> Probably uh, in my local community when I was a kid, uh, there was uh, always a, a community rink out there, and you have to have fun. Uh, skating around on the bumps and uh, the ice. I don't know how uh, the rinks are faring today though here in Calgary. It's
0: pretty, pretty warm. Oh pretty warm. Well, that's it's good till it starts to get wet, right? And uh, and then you're you're falling down, and then your clothes get wet, and then you get even colder, and they start to freeze. But yeah, it is. It, you're not really Canadian if you've never skated on an outdoor rink, right?
1: yeah for sure for uh,
0: sure all right uh pauline uh, we want to uh talk to you a little bit about the the job uh, situation in alberta and the workforce and and how it's changed so much over the years first off give me your take on the big picture right now for jobs in alberta what was it 6.4 uh, unemployment in december a little better but still not where we all need it to be
1: yeah that's that's absolutely true and uh, you know it's it's a, a shifting picture as you you alluded to and i think um Progress is there, but it's slow. And, um, you know, what I've seen is that folks are are getting employed, but it's, um, you know, the growth, uh, especially because of our our energy industry, it's had a significant impact and, and recovery is slow.
0: And uh, I guess the forecast is to get better and we're kind of coming out of the recession, but y- you don't really know, right? Because it seems like the, the job situation in Alberta and-, and across the country can can really change at any moment.
1: That that's true. And, uh, you know, what I, what I always try and get our, our folks that we work with to focus on is, is to cast a wide net and to look at the opportunities, um, you know, especially if they've had a career focused in oil and gas and energy, um, they... They need to, they are getting jobs back in the industry, but but for some folks, this might be their second or third time uh, in a layoff situation. And so uh, it's about what are we wanting to do in terms of of expanding our skills into other areas. And I think that's where the real opportunity is. And and women are um, also uh, stepping out. And and I noticed in the last um, report, the last couple of days, where they're stepping into the workforce and outside of the oil and gas sector. So... um, i think there will be more changes to come for sure
0: one of the things that a lot of people have to do now is is just refocus and regroup because you have people who are losing their jobs after working in the same industry at the same job for 20 plus years now they have to go out and for the first time in many many years they have to start throwing their resume out there they have to start doing interviews they have to start to find uh, a place that they want to work in an industry where they want to work and where they can work and it's it's very difficult on people right now
1: yes it is and you know the, the thing is though what a lot of people forget is that the skills that they've acquired over those 20 years or even sometimes it's, it's less than that but um they they go you know, they go with you doesn't matter what um even though they're focused on an industry it's how do you talk about them and we spend a lot of time trying to help people understand that they, they do have skills that they can market. And it's really about now changing the language the language to to be able to sell that to an employer.
0: Transition is, is the big word, right, when you're looking for a job. You have to transition from job to job, but you also have to transition what you can do, what you want to do. As you talked about, your skills go with you, but the toughest thing is to figure out how the skills you've used for so long will work in a, a new industry or in a new form, because so many jobs change now the way we operate them.
1: Absolutely. You've got um, generational differences, you've got technology um, you've also got remote working, and so while these things can open up opportunities, they do create a different type of workforce, and so it's really, really important for people who are looking at stepping into another career or another job um, to, to be as prepared as possible and um, to focus on what they do really well.
0: We're talking with uh, Pauline Greenwich, Senior Consultant at Gilker McRae here this afternoon. The 6.30 Chet afternoons, Afternoon News, Morley Scott, in for Jalen and Andrew. Today, the, uh, the workforce is very different now today, isn't it? Uh, I mean, there are people as young as 20. People seem to be starting work earlier. And a lot of people especially are working longer in their lives. People working into their 70s and longer right now, which really kind of creates a real weird dynamic in some workplaces.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that I've always been interested in. Uh, you've got people, you know, there's a lot of talk about millennials, but there are those post-millennials, so people born after 1996, um, Gen Xers like myself. Nobody likes to talk about us, but, <laughs> but you know, we have 51% of the leadership roles um, right now. And then you still have baby boomers in, who are now approaching, if they're not already in their 70s. And so uh, four generations at play in the workplace. Uh, creates opportunities, but sometimes creates challenges as well, as you can imagine, right? So um, it's, uh, it's probably something we haven't really ever seen before, that many generations in a workplace trying to um, kind of row the boat in the same direction.
0: I would think one of the challenges is communication, because just look around. If you see someone, I don't know, I, I'm going to pick a number and say 40 plus, and then you look take people uh, who are 40 and under, uh, the communication skills are totally different. Like I'll, I'm on the over side of that, and if I want to talk to someone in the office, I'll get up and walk to their desk and talk to them a lot of times, where... Maybe the younger people, they'll just send a text or an email and be done with it. And it's, it's kind of a different way to, to communicate in the office. And a lot of people have trouble getting used to the, you know, the texts and the emails instead of the face-to-face conversations.
1: Yeah, and I think that goes both ways. You know, when I had teams and most of them were what you would call millennial workers, I would always say, you know what, it, you know, texts and emails are fine. Um, but if it's really important, go and talk to the person. One of the best things you can do for your career, aside from using your skills and your, your knowledge and experience, is also building relationships and so helping younger workers understand that face-to-face can support and, and help them develop relationships um, as well as, you know, using technology to be efficient is, is something that I found useful in, in working with and managing younger, younger workers or people younger in their careers.
0: When it comes down to working at a job or finding a job or you know transitioning, uh, uh, communication is the most important thing. Reaching out to people, having those contacts, and you got to keep it up, right? You no, know, even if you have a job, you still have to keep keep engaging with people, no matter if, if they're in your industry or around in your industry.
1: Yeah, that's one of the most important points. Um, actually, you make a great point because. Even when you're working, you get very insulated, you're, you're focused on your job and the people that you're doing your work with, and you need to, to make sure that you connect and, and keep up those contacts because if things do happen, um, you want to be able to have a network to help um, get you reestablished. And, and when you have to kind of restart that after not connecting for a while, it, it can be done. It's just harder.
0: Is it tougher now in the job force for the 22-year-old the coming out of university with a degree to find a job? Or is it tougher for that 40- or 50-year-old who has just been a, a victim of cost-cutting and has lost his job? Uh, who's, who's got the tougher time to get back into the workforce right now or get into the workforce right now?
1: Ooh, I think uh, it, you know that's a great question. It, it, it depends. I know that's not a great answer, but I, I think it can be tougher for younger workers because they're looking for experience and you know I'll give you an example. I, I sat with someone today six years out of school, great education and experience and um, you know has already been through a transition, career transition, a couple of times because of, of uh, industry and so trying to get that experience to get to the next level is tougher. Um, some people may say that person on the other end um, you know, that Gen X or baby boomer, you know, people don't want to look at them, you know, because of age, I would think probably more on the baby boomer side. Uh, but, I, but they have experience, right? And so they can leverage it in other ways. So tough question, but I, I may think that, that some younger workers may have a harder time just, just getting the experience and the opportunity that they're looking for.
0: Both angles, though, as we said, it comes down to networking, right?
1: Absolutely. And, and networking in your sphere of, of influence, and that could be family, friends, friends of family and friends. It's, it's always people that you know, their people, the people that know the people you know, and um, that's the best way to start.
0: What's your take on going back to school? If, if you've had that job and you've worked at it for a few years and, and you no longer have it for whatever reason, uh, is it important to, to go back to school, to learn new skills, to learn how business operates now, uh, more so because of, uh, because of electronics and because of the Internet and everything else that's involved with it, how things are done differently now? Do people need to go back to school ever?
1: Um, sometimes truly if they've let their skills go and and I kind of blame sometimes employers for that as much as employees where where you know technology is outdated things like that um, but what I found is that not everybody has the appetite to go and train for two years or four more years so it may be uh, computer skills it may be technology skills or even some leadership that they can do but uh, I, I it hasn't been my experience that a lot of people want to dive back into school um, at this point in their career
0: and it becomes so, becomes financial too right because y- it costs yes. to go back to school and you still have to feed your family and put a roof over their head
1: exactly if you're not working and maybe you have a spouse or you you know you're single parent you're raising children or you're looking after older parents to take on going back to school uh, may just not be the option for you at the at that time
0: so if a person is out of work now what's the number one thing he should do
1: the number one thing that they should do, uh, well, probably a couple things, but I think is really get clear on on what they're good at and what they feel really strong about in terms of their skill set. And I know that sounds, uh, you know, maybe a little bit um, it's it's not a particular specific action, but one of the things that people really need help with is articulating what they do well and what problems that they solve for employers. And when they can do that. You know, we can put together a resume and support their search and talk about technology and, and all of that. But if they're not clear about what they offer and how what they do well, um, that's going to be a challenge. And it's practice. You know, it's, we're, we're Canadians. We don't we don't brag about our skills. Mm-hmm. Right. We just do our job. We get her done.
0: And, I was going to uh, say that's one of the hardest things for someone to do <laughs> is to put down on paper what I do well
1: yeah and so that's the fun that i get to have is really helping people just extract from them even if it's just through talking in a conversation here's what you do well i heard you say this let's get that on your resume
0: and the bottom line is keep at it because there's something out there for everybody eventually right
1: yeah keep at it um start with the people closest to you and connect and have lots of coffees and and meet people and um you know, think about the things that you want to do and the values that, uh, that are important to you. And, um, you know, go forward because it's a point in time you will land again. Absolutely.
0: And and probably, f- is it fair to say, get ready to change jobs again? Because it seems now, uh, you know, everyone can say, oh, my dad worked at this job for 40 years. My mom did this for 45 years. Uh, people don't do that anymore. People change jobs a lot now.
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so. And, you know, like I said, I'm a Gen Xer, so I started working, uh, you know, in the 90s when it was a recession and people were doing layoffs. So I never had that opportunity to work anywhere for a long, long time. And so um, you have a large part of the workforce that that lives by that, um, that MO. And so it's not a bad thing. It's just make the most of the experiences that you do have and do your best work.
0: Pauline Greenwich, Senior Consultant at uh, Gilker McCray. Thank you very much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thanks so
1: much. Take
0: care. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.